Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you have pen and paper because I'm going to explain to you something that you weren't aware of. Welcome back. What? Yep. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Tin Foil Radio from the underground, undisclosed bunker somewhere. He brought me Taco John's. It's really you, nice. Of no, me. you got yourself Taco John's, oh. sir. I'm cheap. Well, every time I ask you if you want some, you're like, no, I'm in a fucking bunker, dick. And I'm like, I know. Get I'm, some real food. Over. Maybe like storable food. Something we could use. How about not like a taco. Preserves. Don't get me wrong. I love pizza. I love tacos. I love all that stuff. But you know, if we had a better ventilation system in the bathroom, you would all be all about the tacos. Oh, if we did, no. If, let's be honest. If this were a real scenario where there was no ventilation in the bathroom, you'd die. No, I'm not my, saying there my isn't. Shits, I'm saying better. My shits are earth shattering. Well, that's, that's why we I'm keep saying. the door closed. Right. Anyway, so <laughs> welcome back to another episode. The uh, for the time being, uh, this should be off the air issues. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, For audience. the time being, the Hollywood Bunker Tour is taking a bit of a break, taking a little detour, if you I thought will. we just finished. Well, I thought it was going to be an... It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a it's special a, occasion thing. Yeah, it's like the Flat Earth thing. It's, it's an exception that proves the rule. It's like the Flat Earth Chronicles, which we will come back to soon, I promise, because I love talking about Flat Earth. It's great. Um, we're getting back to basics. Back to what we... Uh, basics. It's been about a month removed wow it's hard to, it's crazy to think to how so fast we did, wait we did halloween hollywood the last two weeks and then what did we do before that we did uh mothman uh-huh. and then before that we did tiger king oh yeah okay wow so that whole month, month we, of april we avoided we really needed a dose of really good stuff after that alex jones month because that was a month yeah it's of, a good, of its yeah, own yeah it was a whole month because it's four episodes it was a good palate cleanser we're back to that because I just we can't help it. it. I love talking about conspiracy figures. I love talking about conspiracies, but I really love talking about Well, the irony and hypocrisy is just hilarious. Yeah, you um, can figure out if it wasn't so dangerous and scary. Right. And you could figure out how these easy are it is human beings to avoid responsibility in that world where you could just say well, somebody did the research, couldn't find anything. Oh, that's because the government doesn't want you to see it. You know, like they just keep changing yeah. the grift. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And today will be no different, I can promise I, you I that. Can I give you a great example? Okay, obviously we don't want to talk about it a lot, but we're still doing the thing, you know? And here's my take. It's I like really, how you avoided saying it so someone didn't have to drink. It's really, if anybody, if you've been on a rock, you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, you should. COVID-19 drink. <clears throat> sure. Yeah, right? Um, conservatives, right? We're the ones like banging on the fucking drum and trying shit, to downplay, trying yeah. to reopen, you know, because small businesses are going to fail, guys. Yeah. And then I don't know if you've seen, but some states have reopened, but given businesses the option to stay closed if they want. And a lot of these businesses that are staying closed are getting approached by like armed fucking customers and shit. Yeah. So 
you see how at one point it's like this and then it's like this because it suits whatever they're feeling that yeah. day. Yeah. It's kind of like when the Packers right before the draft, like every Packers fan you knew would be like, oh, I'll pick Aaron Rodgers over Matt LaFleur. Are you really? Day. Why are you bringing this and up? And then right after the draft, Jeez. oh, Matt LaFleur knows what he's doing. Aaron Rodgers is just going to have to live with you it, man. Will, you're going to get, you'll never be on that show again. You will never, he's also don't, referring don't to uh, I mean, sports. I do care, but. No, I mess. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Let it go. I, I'm We've too, all moved it's on. It's the same kind of thing. You will move your, you will move your center as long as it suits you. Yeah, you actually touched on a great which point, which means that you don't have a center. Is you the made, point? You made a good point when you said mm-hmm. that they appear the narrative change on their emotions that day because being it's six, whatever they're told that day. If you, you want to make money think. in this business, you have to always appeal to emotion no matter what you always have to appeal to emotion you know why these guys are really good though how many times do you hear rush hannity or any of these guys go um not a lot oh i hear it a hardly lot. ever no rush, rush does it all the time really yeah he does well, it a lot. yeah but when he's trying to make a pointers i'm saying like most of the time when he's telling his i guess that's when he takes calls Whatever. when he's telling point his is, sheep what to do point is, he doesn't falter that's a good skill. We're going to shift gears into someone who broke into the mainstream for a while and was a big name. Uh, I remember this guy. Before we get to that, I do want to say I forgot to do this last week. I introed it last week, but we never did it. I want to talk about positive things that are happening oh, yeah. right now. Okay. And uh, so, real quick, I'll just, I'll just <laughs> I say- I flew a kite yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. How was it? Uh, it was, you know, it was, um, it was raining a little bit, so the wetness didn't help. Um, and then I couldn't quite get like a good stream of air uh, of wind. You know, what really sucks about talking about uh, flying kites is it sounds exactly like you have a, um, a um, erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Couldn't like, oh man, I was out, I was out in the yard yesterday and I was trying to get it up. I couldn't <laughs> keep it up. I would get it up for a little bit and then it would come back down. And the know, wind could be somebody blowing on. I'll it. tell you what, man, I just could not get it up that day. <laughs> and it sounds exactly like. Well, have you heard about the little blue pill? I gotta say, I'm uh, I'm exercising more technically because, I mean, it it, it is exi- it's ex- <laughs> I hate that because I talk. I'm having coffee and coffee makes me jittery and I I get I get excited. Also, I'm super attractive, and uh, I'm like so, a little squirrel. So he's sitting over there just trying. But to what I'm trying himself. to what I'm saying is <laughs> that. Uh, I've been exercising more because I've been just walking my dog twice a day. And it might not seem like a lot, but it's something. Uh, Beforehand, you probably didn't. I mean, yeah. And now he can go to the dog park. didn't have a dog either. Yeah. And now he's going to. still. Which he's been a great, he's been a blessing because even though he's still a puppy and he, you know. He tries. Does puppy things. He's for the most part a good dog and um, he keeps me sane. Because I have well, somebody most, to hang out with. Yeah, and and most uh, most people, you know, who get puppies, I think, hopefully understand like what they're getting into, and you certainly did. You know, you you understood that. Hey, this is going to be a really rambunctious it's guy. It's work, man. Every minute. It's not exactly like a child, but it's, it's pretty it's much close. like having. It's a kid. close. I'm not going to. I hate right. When people we're not going to worked up about that, but I would right. tell you this: <laughs> he operates exactly like a I'm newborn baby. I'm sure he wakes you up does. in the middle of the night, doesn't he? Not anymore. He oh. sleeps through the night now. See, there you go. He's, he's just learning. an accelerated version of a baby because right. when we first got him, he was very much like he was two months. Mm-hmm. And I promise I'm not going to keep talking about my dog too long here. 
Uh, but we, he so positive though. He that's the positives. <laughs> uh, he was very. He was two months when we got him. This is when our ratings take a nosedive. By the way, <laughs> and positive. Click. He was very much like a newborn baby, where he operated on a on a thing of where, and he still does now. He sleeps a lot because mm. he's a baby, and he's still uh, growing. He's only four months old, and so he's still learning how to do things. But he's. We've been training him. He's been doing fetch and stuff, and he's, he's, he can go to the dog park now. I've seen the which difference. is great. I've seen the difference <laughs> from when you first got him. You know, he's still got a lot of there's still a lot of even, work to be done. But he wouldn't even come near me when I first came around, and now he can't get enough of me. He's gotten very social, mm-hmm. even in these That's quarantine good. times. Mm-hmm. That's good. So there's a positive for me. Yes, and I promise. I love your dog. If you follow me on social media, I will never bring the dog up. Unless he does something that will ruin the podcast while we're recording. Because I know people probably get annoyed with how much I talk about my dog. <laughs> Do you talk about your dog a lot? I post a lot of pictures of him. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, on the show here, you don't. No, but I'm just saying this I don't... the first time you mentioned it ever. People that... Most of the people that listen to this probably follow me on social media. Oh, do they? So they're probably annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of followers. I have a lot of followers. I've been verified. Speaking of which, uh, you can follow Tinfoil Radio on Twitter at... Tin- tinfoil underscore radio and we just opened up our facebook page so oh go on and like that and and he texted me earlier tinfoil this week radio and facebook. said hey i'm gonna give you admin status so you can post shit and i'm like are you sure do it buddy <laughs> uh, good anyway, times. so let's uh get good to, times. we spent about nine minutes messing around any other positive thing you want to add real quick um i just you know I try to remain um, as as negative and pessimistic and realist as I am. I have been generally cautiously optimistic throughout this thing. Um, the reason why I've I'm been cautious doing, is sorry. because I see a lot of uh, I see a lot of the people who should be making the right decisions not. Um, however, yeah. on the street level, with like people in communities and everything, I see a lot of helping and uh, yeah. Um, cooperation and communication and and in in you know um, so that that to me there every time something happens like this big to the human race like you see good and bad you know so I I try to remember more of the positives than mm-hmm. anything else yeah but which is not me so it's hard because sometimes I've been doing I'm just a lot like, of motherfuckers an, uh, <laughs> one final quick positive yeah. I'm not going to really elaborate on it very much your dog. Uh, yeah, but it's my dog is the third positive. No. You said you were uh, shut the fuck up about your dog. I, <laughs> I've actually been very self-reflective. Me too. Well, I've always been. But well, that's why, that's why I like going on the walks with the dog because it allows yeah. me to think and allows me to reevaluate myself and and do all those things. And I think a lot of people are doing that in these times, mm-hmm. and I think that's good. I think this is as crazy as it sounds, and how it has been bad for a lot of people. And there's it's been tragic at people losing their businesses and people dying but i think this can be a good thing for a lot of mental health and i know that sounds silly that a nationwide lockdown would would help people with their mental health and self-reflection but maybe that's where we're at you know and again horrible things happen but that with this but there doesn't mean there couldn't be good things so think about that always look for the positive Always look on the, the bright, bright side of life. life. You know who doesn't look on the bright side of life? Glenn Beck. Hey. Hey, yes. You son of a bitch. Look at that segue. We are once again 
talking about another con man in the world of conspiracy. This week we begin our journey into the career of a very angry, chubby man. Uh, before you say that I'm body shaming, do remember I am a chubby man myself, so I can call him chubby, but you can't, Tyler. That's, that's yeah. just the rules. All right? It's kind of like me being able to say, "Well, when we get I'm to like the a next, bald guy, when we get ne- to the next portion, I'll, I'll we'll re- <laughs> we'll we'll yeah expound on that." But yes, today we're talking about the wacky chalkboard loving Colonel Sanders looking Glenn Beck. You, you, you needed to say Colonel Sanders looking motherfucker. Mm. Yeah, but see, it, it loving and looking just worked so well. Chalkboard loving Colonel Sanders looking. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I get you. So we're going to be talking about mostly his early career, right up to him starting the Glenn Beck radio program. So this is going to be his early career stuff, a little bit of his past, and kind of. And I don't have it all written on the rundown here, but I did do some further research on his early life, and I think it's very telling. And granted, I'm speaking in general. Um, generality is that a word? Yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> I just never because when I heard it. I think of Anchorman. That's why generalities I or generalizations. Yeah, either way, painting with a broad brush. I'm a smart motherfucker. Yeah. Anyway, it, it it's very vague because I didn't delve too much in the details, but um, it does say kind of shapes who he is as, as a grifter. Yes. Um. So it is worth mentioning he did battle alcohol and drugs and did have you know he went to rehabilitation for it and. He conquered it, which I do think is commendable. We should say that is a good thing that he got over the, his addictions Absolutely. and his demons. That's great. No. Um, it's just, I don't understand. Well, I, I, I got to talk chose, here about this. I'm really that. glad that when I was kind of reading ahead, because you know I like to read ahead. Yeah. And I was really glad when I saw this because I can talk about uh, Mike um, Lindell also. Um, of My Pillow? Yeah. Mike he Lindell. In, he, his big thing is how he conquered crack addiction. Well, now he's one of those people who's like... Wait, wait, like, wait, wait. What? You said he conquered something. What did, what, what did he conquer? Because I just remembered I have something for that. Oh, he conquered... You know what he conquered? It was... Crack cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. And I've crack smoked cocaine. crack. It's awesome. <laughs> crack is rad, man. Sorry about that, uh, that that awkward delivery um, there. I was have trying you ever to. Told the story about the old couple. Yeah, you've told me that. No, on, on air. No, we're not talking about that. That's fine. Talk about so, Mike Lindell. Um, Keep but on the thing track. is, is Mike Lindell is, and he's very much like uh, Glenn Beck, and a lot of these guys. Um, they seem uh, Governor Reynolds is another one of them. They seem to act like having that addiction and then overcoming it makes them like uh, impervious to criticism. And I just got to tell you, fucking no, no, it fucking doesn't. I don't, I don't think no, that... No, it doesn't. And, and furthermore... I don't think you, Glenn Beck brings it up unless uh, it's pertinent. No. Uh-uh. You're right. To the story that he's trying to... Yeah, so I'll give him credit for that. He doesn't but make I'm a big deal about because it. because he dealt with it and he conquered it, he's got this attitude of like, of that kind of... There's a lot of conservatives like that who battled addictions right. and conquered them. Rush Limbaugh is another one of them. I battle drug. Yeah, well, you were kind of dealing too, but anyway, um, <laughs> what I'm saying is Mike Lindell got clean. Good for him, honestly, really good for him. My problem is that now he's actively fighting against and donating to people who vote against uh, pro- programs for people who are addicted and uh, poor people and you know people who need help. And it's kind of like, how? Why? Why are you like that? Why do you? You know, I got help, but you don't need it, or you can't have any. 
You know, I don't get that. Yeah, I, I, and that pisses me off as somebody who is a recovering alcoholic and an addict is that I have retained my compassion for everybody. Regard, I, I still have compassion for conservatives. Yeah, because they, I don't know if they know what they say, honestly. But that really pisses me off. It's like, yeah. why are you like that? If you, if you're such a godly person, and if you ever see those commercials, he's got that giant fucking wooden cross <laughs> over his tie. Yeah. Um, if you are, then you know, do what, do it. Do what is talked about, you know, the meek and all that. But yeah. anyway, that's what bugs me. And furthermore, you were talking about you can call him a chubby man because you're a chubby man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can call him a fucking alcoholic degenerate asshole because yeah, I'm right? an alcoholic degenerate asshole. There you go. There you go. So Woo! Beck began his career. Hang on, let me career- get off my soapbox. All right, cool. Beck began his career in Corpus Christi, Texas, working for radio station KZFM in 1983, where he served as the morning show host slash program director there until 1985. Uh, but that wasn't the Glenn Beck that we know now. No? No, he uh, he really didn't incorporate politics into his show. Huh. Uh, he was mostly focused on trying to deliver good, fun radio. That's, uh, that's admirable. Yeah, and, uh, you know, as someone who likes likes loves that medium and works in that medium it is nice to to see someone appreciate it and that i will say that you know i may not agree with glenn beck's politics i may not be agree with i definitely don't agree with their politics uh, of rush limbaugh at least they're guys that love the medium and you can tell that they do love the medium because uh and i don't have it here in the rundown but beck talks about what got him into radio was listening to War of the Worlds, the Orson Welles play, yeah, uh, radio play, and he from that moment on he wanted a career in radio, and he absolutely fell in love with it. And to that respect, I think that's pretty cool. And I'll give him some credit. Early, if he would have stuck on this path, he who knows, maybe he could have been. No, he couldn't. He doesn't have the charisma. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke that he could be like Stern, but Stern is Stern. It would be is so much better than. <laughs> Glenn Beck in any fashion. Stern is made for radio, man. Well, yeah, and he literally was, he, he was going to be the guy that was going to be the king of, and we'll explain this in a minute. But yeah. he was the king of being in the morning zoo guy. Yeah. There was nobody that was going to top him. The morning zoo with Ira and the douche, crazy <laughs> Ira and the douche. We'll explain uh, morning zoos here in a second because it's important to Glenn Beck's story. It's not that they opened a zoo in the morning and then closed it by noon. It's not that. After his stint with, he actually moves around the country a lot. Uh, yeah. After his stint with KZFM, he ended up at WKRA in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, not getting into politics, being more of an FM guy. Uh, he was doing shock, shock, shock jock shock. style stuff. <laughs> uh, and then he he left after a dispute with management. So, again, j- <laughs> jumping around the country. Uh, the funny thing about this story is trying to imagine Glenn Beck as a shock jock. Well, um, I mean, he technically is, but in a different way because of his politics, but like, well, I'm trying to imagine fart him. noises is different than shocking with dead children. So, well, yeah, know. and I don't... It's s- a little different. I don't see uh, Glenn Beck bringing on porn stars to ride a symbian. Or symbian? The thing where they sit on the vibrates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know what when it is. When he used to bring porn stars on like to I've do that? i watch porn. Glenn Beck um, didn't do that. No, he probably, wouldn't do that. Well, he—I don't think couldn't Howard do Stern that. started doing that until he got onto XM. Did he? No, yeah, it wasn't until XM. Right. So, 
<laughs> I mean, it's not like no, but what he I'm did sa- get fined you know a what lot I mean? by like, the FCC for all sorts I'm, of shit. But I'm talking about Stern's stunts. I'm talking oh, about yeah, just yeah, his yeah. nature of doing stuff okay. like that. With it maybe not have been that, but I mean, just like anything in Do private you parts. Fart, man? No. Look it up. Underrated movie. I'm just kidding. No, no, it's private parts is okay. You'll you'll cringe. I was talking about private parts. What are no, you talking, I'm talking about? about? I know. I've never seen it. You never seen Private Parts? I didn't have any re- really desire to. I don't know. As a radio geek, I thought you'd probably like it, but um, well, yes and no. Uh, I, I will say <laughs> I'm I not going to review Private Parts. No, I love WKRP and I love News Radio. Those are two of my favorite shows. WNBC and they, and they do um a lot of uh, radio stuff. They're both radio. I've not watched comedies. News Radio or uh, WKRP. Well, what the fuck. I should. Why are we talking? I, I'm sure I can find it on YouTube. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, it's on a lot of the streaming oh, really? uh, platforms, like the free ones. Like uh, It's on Roku and Tubi and Crackle, and uh, I know you don't do that. Tubi. Ugh. Come on. Anyway. Do you know you can find avocado women in the jungle of death on that? <laughs> Starring Shannon Tweed, wife of Kisses, Gene Simmons. Come on. Former playmate. Yeah. So, as we mentioned, uh, Glenn Beck wasn't like other uh, conservative talk show, talk radio hosts, um, or like a Limbaugh or Hannity. He started working in these FM stations, or at these FM stations, and was what they call a morning zoo host. And a morning zoo host is essentially what we're talking about with, a, you know, what a shock jock is, and with Howard Stern. Um, I worked on a morning zoo show. They're actually a lot of fun to do and produce, but they're essentially just hosts doing weird, wacky, silly shit. That's all it is. Well, yeah. And, it's, it's the it's, stereotypical- it's, dri- it's generally drive time, which in most places is like, what, 5 to 9? 5 a.m. to 9 a.m.? Yeah, most places. Which is generally called, in our industry, drive time. And that is- um, You've made it in radio very, if you're a morning show host. Basically, because that is when everybody is, quote unquote, in their cars. Now it's changed a little bit with you know streaming and, and being able to play like Spotify in your own car yeah. and podcast. Yeah. But it still generally is the rule that 5 to 9 a.m. is the sweet spot. Uh-huh. If you've made it there, man, you've got it. And the thing is, is to maintain that almost, I think most people, if they turn on the radio that listen to those types of shows- I don't think they would really respond well to a show that wasn't zany and wacky. Right. Because it's the morning time. You're They're supposed trying to wake, to wake up. up. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, in, 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 you know, I don't really approve of those types of shows. I just... I'm sure yeah. they're great, but I just don't listen to them. I grew up... But I know why they are what they right. are. I grew up listening to uh, Z92. Shout out to okay. Z92 in Omaha. Uh, Todd sure. and Tyler is what I would listen to occasionally. Oh, you to my old show. Cool. <laughs> With my dad. I remember um, Todd. He was kind of a prick. I've never met him. Good. I briefly worked where Be they glad. worked. Be glad. So that was cool. <laughs> never met him, though. Wait, you what? I, I said I worked where they used to work. Oh, nice. Uh, or I used to work there, I mean. I've um, never asked about your career in radio. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> they... Uh, they they were the example that I had that they were over the top and crazy and mm. they they'd say things I'm like are you sure you could say that on radio I don't know you know that kind of thing and these guys honestly know the FCC regulations in and oh, fucking yeah. out dude and as as someone who, it costs them money oh yeah their it, own money as someone who used to work um on a morning zoo show 
I can tell you it is a lot of fun. Mm. It was some of the most fun I had working in radio because I had a lot of creative freedom. Yeah. Um, and I got to flex my writing muscle, you know, joke writing. I hadn't had a chance to write comedy in a long time. So uh, I wrote a lot of bits and I wrote a lot of different things and it was a lot of fun. Like the Boba Fett lasagna? No, not Boba Fett lasagna. Uh, I'm sure I have some somewhere, uh, the produ- the uh, bits I produced. Yeah. But I was I was always proud of that. So as someone that's worked on it, I get the appeal mm-hmm. of it to some people. And I understand the reason why some people don't listen to it. Some people might think it's annoying. Because yeah. there's that balance. Either somebody's going to love it or somebody's going to hate it. And Glenn Beck was there are weirdly in that genre for a brief period yeah. of time. There are, there are portions and, and types of media that I don't really quote unquote approve of, which who gives a shit what I approve of or don't. Honestly, um, but one of the things that I am really indifferent about is uh, two of the things is right now, like every station has like a daytime women's talk show, like The View or The oh, Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem with that, although they get really political and Megan McCain is on whatever. Blah, oh, blah, man. Blah. Megan and McCain. Then, and then uh, the morning zoo type shows. Generally, they're harmless. Um, they yeah, are we still were never- pretty misogynistic still, but. In general, most of those shows have at least like three people on the air, and and at least one of them is a woman. No, yeah, that that's a commonplace. So, yeah, so I'm not. I mean, I really don't. In my search for social justice, <laughs> that's not one of my targets. Mm. All right, so Glenn Beck has. This is where his career kind of takes off because um, he heads over to Phoenix to work for the station Y95. K-O-Y-F-A. Hey, corrupt Stone Temple Pilots tickets. <laughs> See, but I was, you make that joke, but that's, that's what I they miss do. stuff like that. Oh, yeah, no, that's how you kind of talk. You know how many times talk. I would listen, be listening to music? Hey, like, you're listening to 106.3 Des Moines, Des Moines' hottest alternative news station. <laughs> alternative news. <laughs> alternative <laughs> facts. Taste the examples. Wow. Remember when I was doing that? That's how yeah. Taste the Examples came about, ladies and gentlemen. I was going off one morning That's <laughs> after so, he had done it overnight. Glenn Beck hooks up with his co-host his Tim VCR Patrick and starts playing Bull Durham. <laughs> so uh, he hooks up with Tim Patrick to start his new morning show. Let me just say, someone on the internet unearthed this TV commercial for this radio station, and I have the audio from. Oh, for is it. there? You have the video over there? I don't have the video. I just have the audio. Okay. If you want, oh well, yeah, it's a radio commercial, duh. Well, it was made, but it was on TV for some reason. Oh, because apparently that was a thing in the eighties. But anyway, listen to this. Uh, this maybe. is uh, Glenn Beck. And, I've seen it before. Yeah, go and Tim Hattrick talking about their new show on Y ninety five. The new Y95 Morning Zookeepers, Glenn Beck and Tim Hattrick. We told our bosses right up front, we don't need gimmicks to sell the new Y95. We've got a better mix of music. Great DJs who don't yak too much. Plenty of easy contests for you to win lots of free money. And more continuous music. Plus the new Morning Zoo with us, Glenn and Tim. Y95 Airborne Traffic And special zoo guests. Yeah, you never know who will pop So hey, with all that talk on the new Y95, who needs gimmicks? The new Y95 needs music and very few gimmicks. Wow. Did they actually call their show The Morning Zoo? Uh, I could never actually find the name. Because I, I heard those two words spoken in that clip well, at the, some point. They didn't call it that. They just yeah. said, with new Morning say, Zoo like, host. Come on. Come up with something else. Um, 
So yeah, that's just interesting. You know, you talk about a beautiful time capsule. The 1980s. What a time like in American said, history. You know, you know why I don't really have a problem with those types of shows because they they bring a lot of joy to a lot of people. Yeah. And and to me, that's good. You know, it doesn't. They don't really. Yeah. You know, Man, unless I, unless you are truly like just like offended by everything. <laughs> You're you're not really gonna. Nobody's really gonna listen to that and be like, "I my life was ruined." <laughs> I can listen to Rush Limbaugh and he'll ruin my life. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, as you can tell, Beck was a part of the wacky morning show well, market. Uh, coming up we of got the ninth, <laughs> the Doors revival, the windows coming up by Will's Fargo. Did you say the Doors revival, the windows? Yeah. Well, you know, like, hey, listen, cover bands. Like professional cover bands, they gotta have something that sounds kind of, you know. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> so Glenn Beck, have you never heard of Hell's Bells? Yes, I know. What, yeah, I know what you're talking okay, about in like right. Hairball and all that. Right, but Hell's Bells is an all female version of oh, ACDC. No, I did not know of that. Well, that's the point. Hell's Bells. B L L E S. I don't, I don't okay. care about Hell, Hell's Fucking Bells. Christ. <laughs> I don't know why I open my mouth. Hey, coming up, we got tickets. <laughs> What Zeppelin? Will Jake fire me? We'll find you out. You can win Janet Jackson tickets. <laughs> I have mild depression. The rhythm. <laughs> All right. So I drink a lot. <laughs> so Clint Peck <laughs> began to develop an on-air feud with radio host Bruce Kelly of KZZP. And these are fucking hilarious. Beck and Kelly had known each other for years, though. Uh, they originally met when both of them joined WPGC. I love all the radio call letters in this rundown. Right. Hey, in Washington, you know, D.C., early in Beck's career. Did you know why um, uh, stations uh, west of the Rockies uh, start with a K? And it, stations east of the, uh, um, sorry, Missouri, Mississippi River uh, start with a W. Yeah. That's why we know that Bruce Kelly was somewhere over on the West Coast. There you go. Radio lesson. For I learned that was one of the first lessons they taught us. They taught us like the origins of radio and shit, like very first thing in school. Hmm. That was one of the things. Was they told us uh, how um, daylight savings time was basically for farmers. Yeah. During the winter time. Yeah. And it's like great. <laughs> so uh, Beck and Kelly <laughs> making us food and shit, keeping us fed. This is like a, almost like a wrestling storyline. This yeah. this story. Uh, That's so, why these are so fun, though. Yeah. So Beck and Kelly forged their bond in a snow on one snowy night on Valentine's Day. Wow. Both were stuck at the station overnight. Which you know what's funny is, I've had that happen. I've been stuck at the station overnight, and uh, some might say, "Hey, that'd be boring," or "That would be fun to be at a radio station." It's boring at night. There's nobody it here. Really is. It's kind of scary. Um, it is. They pass time by passing each other joints in their Mormon program director's office. Uh, they had, and they even went on air because of the weather and how snowy it was. It's a blizzard. They have to talk about it. And this is this is the thing. They probably worked in a news station mm. that had to pass this along. Well, maybe no. I guess FM stations do this too. Well, you know what? I don't know. So anyway, they were still trying to do radio. Coming up after this, we'll have an answer to that question. Yeah, they couldn't do that. Because they would do that, and then the other guy would be like, and laugh in the background. They were just, they. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but they had trouble hosting because they were so high. And when the program director finally came in the next morning, she told them to go home. And this is what Kelly said about 
that oddly bromantic night on Valentine's Day. Yeah, why? Ooh. Quote, when the manager came in that morning, she thought we were laughing out of exhaustion, but we were just really stoned. End quote. I'm just trying to picture Glenn Beck stoned. I, 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 all I got to say about Beck and Kelly after reading this story and hearing it is fucking amateurs. <laughs> Why are you smoking in the program director's office? Yeah, first Where's of all, fucking car. <laughs> what the fuck? And or then, or don't do it. Yeah, sure, that's sure. That's I number guess, one. But if you do do it, don't yeah, do it in your I, boss's I, office. I gotta be honest. Part one never occurred to me. Was, <laughs> I mean, no, I was like, dude, they're gonna do it. You should do it. You gotta pass the time. But you gotta go to the car, man. I mean. And then also, that would make it worse, though. They get tired. You, how do you fucking see your program director in the? I I never have seen my program director in the morning ever. Yeah, I've never seen. Him. I have to like make it a point to go see him. <laughs> Honestly, anyway, which is you know probably the amateurs. case in most workplaces. They thought we were just laughing out of exhaustion. Turns out we were just really stupid. <laughs> Eventually, the two parted ways to different radio jobs yep. until both ended up in Phoenix yes. at rival stations. Told you, KZZP, Phoenix, Arizona. West of the Mississippi. Hey. Uh, Coming up, west of the Mississippi, KZZP. Wow. Wow. So this is where this gets- never gets old. Dark. And most of the first part of this episode, you're okay with Glenn Beck. You don't have any issues with him. And this is, in in my research, this is where it took the turn for me. Because what he, the story I'm about to tell you, what he does is just- unbelievably Holy fucking shit. terrible okay wow so i just read ahead <laughs> yeah uh this was a pleasant competition between them to those wow. these two i don't know if they mentioned directly the stations they worked at or, or, or they addressed each other directly but there was you know ribbing and having some fun which i don't have an issue with that makes like you said makes it more fun it's harmless you're having a great time um then it got really dark uh, Kelly criticized Beck's War of the Worlds uh, segment that they did. So, did he do a, like a revival, or was it yeah. a jokey thing? Or so on Halloween, Tim Hattrick and Glenn Beck had a special episode that they did where it was War of the Worlds. So that's, I'm assuming cool. I'm assuming they played just the radio play. I don't know, but no, they probably like performed it. Maybe. That's my guess. I couldn't I find mean, any audio of it. It sounds like uh, it sounds like Glenn Beck. That was one of his big yeah. deals. And this is why I, it's it a- wouldn't surprise me if I was him and I was in that. I totally would have been like, let's find the scripts and let's get people in here and let's recreate yeah. it, man. That would and be that, so fucking fun, dude. That's important to note, and that's why I brought that's it up. One of the earlier. only times Glenn Beck and I intersect in terms of. <laughs> but it's hobbies. important to know War War of the Worlds, and that's why I mentioned it earlier. That was a crucial thing in his childhood that thrusted him into this world (laughs) and it meant a lot to him so that's why i wouldn't i think maybe they did record it and did it did the full thing i don't know that'd be cool it It wouldn't surprise me that would be cool if he's on a morning show he probably has the resources to get it done right yeah they yeah and if he loves it that much that's kind of like a dream come true so yeah kelly called it a lame ripoff you're gonna soon hear a nightmare come true here you go yeah and it, wow, I understand. This is fuck, the, this this is where you, that's what I'm telling you. This is the fork in the road. This is where you're like, oh, this is the or the left turn, I guess, where it's like, oh, he's not bad. Oh, this is why he is the way he is. Yeah. So uh, this would probably be one of the worst things Beck has done on air. Notice, notice it says one of. That means he does other things. 
Oh, we'll get into just that. Just know that. In the next episode. Yeah. In the uh, next episode. Just chill. Till till the, the next, next episode. episode. Ah! Okay. So he calls Bruce Kelly's wife, Terry. Are you done? Yes. <laughs> so give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Why do I do this with you? Let's go. We get on a roll. I'm trying to be positive because what no. you're about to hear is fucking awful. <laughs> it is. I'm not mad at you, Tyler. I'm just joking. Get back to your corner of <laughs> the bunker. <laughs> it's a capital S. Yes. <laughs> so somehow, Glenn got uh, Glenny Beck got Bruce Kelly's Glenny Beck. Glenny Beck trying to find his place on the paper. He was just Glenny. Well, I was calling him Glenny <laughs> B the other day. Glenn B. G B. Glenn Glenny Let's B. Let's not give him a nickname. That no, it's, it's, that's fun. Calling him Glenny B. Yeah, <laughs> Glenny. Fuck you, Glenny. Hey, Glenny. <laughs> What the fuck? Okay. So he called Bruce Kelly's wife Terry <coughs> after she had a miscarriage. He didn't call her Terry. Her name is Terry. He called her after she had a miscarriage. And he said, whoo boy, he said this. And I, I pause because this is just horrible and no human being should ever do this. Quote, we hear you had a miscarriage. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, so Terry responded and said yes. And then Beck proceeded to joke that... Uh, Bruce apparently can't do anything right. He can't even have a baby. So I didn't quote all of it. I paraphrased. What the fuck? But he calls this woman and says, we heard you had a miscarriage. And she says, yes. Hoping, hey, maybe this could be like a a nice moment of solidarity from, you know, a guy like Glenn Beck who's been going back and forth with Bruce Kelly. Like this could have been a beautiful Way to say, hey, I'm. I know I have problems with your husband, but I'm sorry. Whatever. Do that first of all. If you're gonna actually do that and be genuine, do it in private. Don't ever fucking oh, bring yeah. that up on air. And okay. And I am not. I I gotta be. I gotta say, Terry. Um. You know that your husband is in a feud with Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck calls you, and by FCC rules, he has to tell you that you're going to be on the air. Yeah. So you're aware of the fact that he's calling you, maybe not why, but he's calling you and you're going to be on well, the not, air. But that's what I'm saying. And maybe he's a vi- rival of your husband's. Yeah, Tyler, why don't you just hang up the fucking Tyler, phone? Tyler, she's also could be thinking that, that- doesn't change the fact that Glenn Beck is a fucking no, dick. No, you're, you're not being genuine in that analysis because you know who Glenn Beck is mm-hmm. now. Glenn Beck then was a different person. But didn't she, I mean, was it a feud that she knew about? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe she didn't. Okay. Who knows? I don't oh, know. And I am, I am not no, fucking victim blaming you are at not. all. I'm just you, saying you're not, in my shoes, I would have been like, you're not I would have vic- hung up the phone. You, you're not victim blaming, but you, you do pose the thing of like, well, she should have maybe had a little bit of... And but I, that's don't not, do, I don't want to do that. That's not what you're meaning. That's not what you're getting at. You're saying if that were you in the situation. Yes. And yes, that I would be. That's wanna, also yeah. assuming that she listens to her husband's show. She probably didn't. Right. Not a lot I mean, of wives who, who listen knows? to their husband's right. show. Knows? I mean, we don't know. We don't know all the. I know Ashley doesn't. All listen that to matters this show. is that the ultimate, uh, the negative, the the possibly one of the most awful things you can say to another human being about something that like that subject was perpetrated by Glenn Beck. Whether or not she answered the phone or not. He probably yeah. would have done something. None of, yeah, none of, we're, so, not, we're not saying it's her fault. None of that, no, no, at all, no. It, this is all him, and uh, maybe my thought is, my thought process with that is, I'm assuming she thought that he was giving an olive branch. 
because she probably assumed and that, that he very was very true as well. A normal, decent human being. They might have said to her, "Hey, Terry, you know what? Glenn wants to bury the hatchet. He heard about the bad news, and if it's okay, he'd like to bury the yeah, hatchet." Yeah, we don't with know you on the air. We don't know what was said off air. They could, but, but we, we do. We do know because we're radio professionals that you do have to tell somebody that they're going to be on the air before they're on the yeah. air. Yeah, that's a rule. You can't. You used to be able to back in the day call people and prank them. Without telling them they yeah. were on the air, but not anymore. So, yeah, that's horrible. Calls yeah. her up, says, we hear you have a miscarriage. He says, yes. And he says, man, Bruce can't even get anything right. He can't even have a baby. Did we really need to repeat it again? <laughs> no, I want to repeat it again so you remember. How much of a dick he is? He's always been a pile of shit, is what I'm trying to say. That's cool. I can dig it. Uh, this was the first of many personal attacks Beck, Beck would make throughout his career. Um, there's a long, comprehensive list of that on MediaMatters.org. They have on our a website. huge thing. <laughs> Not on our website. <laughs> I could pro. I, I I mean, I could make a post. You know what? <laughs> on you know Facebook. what? You know what we should really do is get a uh, website. Uh, yeah. No, on Facebook. Like whenever we have like a show, like hey, after the show, check out the special chart that Tyler created using you know. <laughs> Some serious material, and every time it'll it's be like a, a fucking piece of like, like you know, notebook paper with like a crayon drawing of a bad graph. <laughs> it'll just be that. Just, just be, be like bars. It or won't like even, a pie it won't chart. even have like a Y or an X. It'll just be, <laughs> it'll just be a fucking ninety degree angle with a big squiggly line in the middle. <laughs> Here's my graph. Here's my graph. It explains everything we were talking about. So uh, <laughs> after we're multimedia. So after that. Yeah, you don't really come back from that, and I don't think... Now, this wasn't the... Do we know that he left Y95 or got fired? Do we know, or does it matter? I think it was a mutual departure Probably. because of what At happened. At that point, you're going to yeah, do uh, shit. Not much later after that incident, Beck left Y95 for a job in Houston, KRBE, or Power, Power 104. 94. 104. Power 104. <laughs> wow. See, that's why I'm not in radio. I mean, Which is weird, because now usually when you see Power, it's usually like hip-hop stations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Weird. I, I don't really know. Honestly, it, radio station names have never made a fucking difference to me. Because <laughs> they just don't. There was a country station in uh, Denver. It used to be this the awesome hip-hop, sta- hip-hop station. And I can't remember what the hip hop station was called, but the country station was called the Wolf. And it was like <laughs> no, that's like that's a the it's like Kiss. That's a nationwide. That might be. It's like a franchise name. Yeah, could be. It's like um, uh, the Kiss two, FM. The two most profitable uh, genres in radio right now: country, are and country, and Spanish 40. language. Oh, no, Spanish. Spanish language. Yep. It's because they have great reception, dude. Mm, sure, but they're. I don't. I'm serious. Every every. Spanish station I've listened to, or I've come across when I'm changing the dial, comes in perfect. No matter where I am. You'll hear them <laughs> talking about how we don't want illegals in this country, but they've been profiting off of them for decades, folks. <laughs> just, I mean, just just, uh, just go look in your grocery store. Hey, what is this weird section of, like, baked goods that have weird <laughs> names like bimbo? What is that all about? Oh, that's weird. Somebody in America must be importing those to make sure that... Wow, that's Will you. Why do you always get on these weird soapboxes in the middle of the episodes? Uh, it's called critical thinking. Take your liberal bullshit, Take your liberal bullshit else. and shove it up your ass, you yeah, fucking you snowflake. Fuck. All right, so he was fired shortly after for uh-huh. short for low ratings. Ha! Huh? I always laugh uh-huh, when uh-huh, you find uh-huh. out about that because again, I'm not a huge fan of this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beck then made his way to Baltimore. 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 
Oh, I did. It is a typo. It's it says Baltimore. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like that's how they say it. I watch a lot of the Wire. It's Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, whatever. Baltimore. You know, stop trying to get me to watch the fucking Wire, man. <laughs> Everybody who's listening to this, who is Jake's friend, who loves the Wire, bomb fucking barred him with Text emails. Him. Watch the Wire, email. dude. Why the fuck? It's free right Facebook now. Him. It's free. Oh, it's one of their HBO free things. Yeah. Do you know that they did that on Hulu too? Yeah, there's some uh, HBO unlocked. We have Hulu, um, but it's also Roku has done all of them. But hey, this weekend on Roku, uh, all HBO shows are streaming for free. <laughs> I need to check out Power 104. I want to watch McMillions because that's on uh, Hulu. Which one? McMillions. It's about the Monopoly <laughs> McDonald. Well, I was. I'm sorry, I made that weird sound. <laughs> Tyler gave me a really weird face as I was trying to say Monopoly. I was like trying to figure out what he was doing. <laughs> I can't multitask, folks. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Glenn Beck ends up in this where the wire takes place. Uh, <laughs> it works for WB Bodymore Murderland, <laughs> WBSB, uh, but also known as uh, B one hundred four. B one hundred four here in Baltimore, playing the hits. This is where while he, you get murdered. <laughs> this is where he would meet. Frequent collaborator who still works with him to this day on the Glenn Beck radio program, Pat Gray. Pat Gray even has his own show on The Blaze, folks. I know way too much stuff about Glenn Beck and his friends. <laughs> this is where I had my mental breakdown in the episode. Uh, back to the show. During his stint at <laughs> P104, Beck was arrested and jailed for drunk driving his DeLorean. That's a real thing I just read. <laughs> who went to jail? Glenn Beck. Drunk driving is That's DeLorean. Awesome. I'm so glad you pay attention. That is fucking uh, the station, Hey! <laughs> the station manager had- Listen! A, the station manager had to bail him out of jail, and this, of course, led to his eventual firing. However, this is where the seeds of Glenn Beck we know were planted because- Ew, I just thought of the seed of Glenn Beck, and it made me ill. He does have children. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> no, does? Graham Beck got into trouble. Uh, why did we let him reproduce? Okay. <laughs> Graham Beck- Went together to New Haven, Connecticut to work at the station WKCI-FM. Glenn was And yes, every time I read a call letter, I have to say it like that. WKCI-FM. This weekend, get Led Zeppelin tickets. It's a nonstop music weekend. Hearts in town with Def Leppard, and you can win tickets at the next sound of the fart. Coming up on WKCDI-FM. Morning Zoo. Did you hear my fart sounder? Do it again. Ew. <laughs> uh, that's the baby turd. <laughs> so Glenn was still. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. Oh shit. Oh, we almost went through it, but man, that was fucking weird. Baby turd. Ba- baby turd. The fucking station mascot is. <laughs> we are idiots. All right, Glenn was still up to his shock jock antics. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in 1995, WKCI, WKCI. Damn it, apologized for a segment <laughs> damn it. that included Beck and Gray mocking an Asian American caller. No, and uh, I don't believe it. Yeah, no, right? The guy who called and made fun of someone for having a miscarriage, he wouldn't do something mildly racist. No, uh, they had their producer crossing the line. They had their producer do a mock Chinese accent and a gong sound effect because subtlety. Uh, eventually, Gray would leave the show and move to Salt Lake City. Beck continued working at Case 
WCK. WKZI FM right here in New Haven, Connecticut, playing the hits. I had a typo on my script. I said, got you. It's WKCI. And I, I put got, WCK. New Haven. <laughs> Your parents are rich and you're a little shit. Listen to the hits. Lick the fork and stick it in the sock. Yeah. Electrify. Hey. Anyway. <laughs> Do you like rainbow hair? Here's how you get it. <laughs> so, New Haven. Uh, Glenn Beck. Hey. Glenn Beck. Uh, worked at WKCI up until 1999. Even after he mocked an Asian uh, caller, hey. he still lasted another four years. Let that be a lesson to you folks that um, it's only recently, if you notice, that people have been like, hey, we've been really racist to Asians, too. Uh, well, if anything is the story, and you'll find out over these three episodes yeah. of Glenn Beck, uh, he is a great example of as long as you're a white guy, you are going to still find work. Be- Fucking A, man. Did because- you see the guy who uh, ran two miles with a TV under his arm? <laughs> no. There was this guy after this thing that happened in uh, wherever. Uh, it was a Georgia. All I got to say is Georgia. It happened in Georgia. Okay. We're not going to talk about it yet. No, we're not. Uh, but this guy, to prove a point because of something that was said about the why, uh, took a TV under his arm like he was stealing it and ran two miles in broad daylight and not one cop stopped him. Hey, guess what? White guy. White guy. White guy All on right. WKCI in New Haven. So, after his his stint in uh, Connecticut, Beck uh-huh. would land in sunny Tampa, Tampa Florida. Florida. WFLA. Wow. <laughs> Welcome back to I Tyler knew this and show Jake. would be fun. See, yeah. Welcome we- back to Tyler and the Jake. Tyler and the Jake. Welcome back to Bald and the Beard. <laughs> I'm so glad you don't aren't so Wait, do you think people it? would know that, do you think people would start thinking that you were my beard? Or wait, <laughs> that wasn't a thing in the 90s. If you got married that they you would have a beard? Who knows? The bald and the beard. Hey. I used to you do. Ca- um, at least you didn't catch me 10 years ago. I would have been like, "Fuck you, man." Uh, I can't help it that I'm bald. Fuck you. Well, uh, a few years ago we tried to do a podcast uh, cuz it's I'm Jake Williams and I've started <laughs> 20,000 podcasts. I'm Jake Williams. <laughs> I'm Jake Williams. I'm Jake Williams. On WFLA. Uh, I, would, I started to do one with my buddy Adam called Skinny and the Beard. What was it called? Skinny and the Beard, because he's really skinny, and I have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> so Beck landed in uh, Tampa. Zing! Working for WFLA, and aired uh, the first episode of the Glenn Beck radio program in 2000. Just a year later, 9-11. Coincidence? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, I'm just doing, uh, I'm just using his which, playbook, guys. Just, just in case you're wondering, Glenn Beck has been doing this show for 20 years. Yeah, and what I just did is exactly what guys like Glenn Beck do. Yeah, exactly. They take completely unrelated things and somehow convince you that they are related. Think about it. You're not asking the right questions. Listen, if Glenn Beck doesn't start his show in 2000, does 9-11 happen? It's a good question, isn't it? Now, I've not said, <laughs> I haven't said either way, but because my audience is so gullible, they've made the connection themselves. Oh. So it's like, ooh. The show started at 18th, point, yeah. 18th place in its afternoon time slot. That's not good. Beck quickly made the show jump to first, first place with his popularity, and I, if I read it correctly, he did that- in under a year. Like, he shot that rating up. So, he finally is getting the success and notoriety he's always mm-hmm. wanted. 
right here in sunny Tampa, Florida. Uh, he FLA. Be- he became so popular he received syndication due to the want for live news-oriented content after 9-11. That's where I first saw him was on, uh, I think he was on, I was working at a job that had a bunch of TVs and one of them was on Fox News or something and he was on there with his show. And that was when I got before we didn't get, have a beard. Before we end this episode, I have a confession to make about Glenn Beck. Uh, this was huge for Beck's career, and this helped launch what would become a lucrative TV career and a media empire. And that's where we'll pick up next week. However, before we go, I wanted to share with you some clips from the Glenn Beck radio program throughout the years. Disclaimer: uh, a lot of these are going to be recent episodes because I got a lot of these from the Blazes YouTube account. And uh, the blaze, because believe it or not, like it, it is really hard to find some archive stuff. Because I wanted to go deep into like early two thousands stuff, and it was it was hard to find. I'm sure it's out there. Oh yeah, you probably got to pay like some sort of subscription, yeah, some, or some weird shit thing. To yeah, get to get the Glenn archives. Beck's archive, the archives. Get into the Glenn Beck vault here on WFLA. <laughs> oh. hey. Now my confession about Glenn Beck is that he loves him. I used to watch Glenn Beck. I, 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 I remember the show I the episode I watched or whatever like he he wasn't um he wasn't virulently like conservative at all um I remember that very distinctly which was kind of why I was like this is on Fox News that's weird but this was probably like 2006 or seven maybe mm. I mean I don't even think he had I, I don't know had, I don't know uh, when he, he turned we'll talk about that next week because yeah. he jumps to Fox News in 2008, I think. If I if I remember, I, yeah, I think Listen, he did. The reason H- why we called it the Blaze is because I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm on fire. You know what's really funny though is that um, Blaze sounds like a place I would go to find a date if I were gay. The Blaze. Ooh, that sounds good. I'm gonna go there. <laughs> and conservatives are like, yeah, the Blaze. I'm pissed. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I came from a very conservative uh, family. You did. Yes, and they loved Glenn Beck when he was on TV. So in I Nebraska? watched. Now, right? I don't believe you. Midwest, red. That's ridiculous. You know, it's so funny. Every state I live in, I'm like, man, this is totally a liberal place. And then a vote happens, <laughs> and I'm like, shit. <laughs> it's true. It. It's true. I, I know well, exactly. It, what you're talking but about. but you got to listen though. Every state that I've been in has large swaths of. Uh, areas that are considered rural now um yeah there's different priorities in different places right jake yeah what is a priority for somebody uh who lives in say tama is maybe not a priority oh, absolutely for me. i mean yeah. look at the differences in just, uh, and, and say like california and again or something. It, like, it's all of our right to vote and i vote and you know i'm not blaming them it's just that's why a lot of times like you know living in des moines I honestly was like, "Wow, this is a really, really uh, yeah, gay you know, marriage, progressive man. and everything like that." And then, and then the vote happened for governor. And I was like, "Well, okay." Well, you, Never why do you got to keep bringing Never up? Never mind. You people are gonna stop listening to the show if you don't shut up about your politics. Tell Tyler. me, Tyler. Wait, we can have a special segment every week where Jake just tells me what a fucking dildo I am. And I, do, I bring, do that. Bring the audience back. I do that throughout the whole show, buddy. Oh, well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna play some clips. From the Glenn Beck Radio program, this first clip, well, it's hard to explain, <laughs> but this is from his show on September 2nd, 2015. Uh, Glenn's upset about something. I don't know what it is, but uh, let's listen to Glenn. 
Evil is rampaging right now. It is beyond anything that I have ever seen anywhere in my life. And if you think it's going to stay put, if you think it's not going to grow, if you think this is as bad as it could get, you are sadly mistaken. Okay. If you think this is just going to you be predict relegated to there. the Baltimores yeah. and the Fergusons of <laughs> the sucks, world, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah. He's good if at what you he does. think yeah, that this is as hard as it gets with the attacks on Christianity, and this is as hard as I'm, I've ever seen it in standing up and saying that you're That's a Christian— you if you think this is I've it, seen it, you're sadly mistaken. <laughs> if you think our kids are in school right now, and this is as bad as it's going to get, this is as crazy as it's going to get, where boys who you're identify so themselves like the as girls, no sex change, no nothing, they just identify themselves as girls, <laughs> wow. can now go into a girl's bathroom and turn a school completely upside down, and they have the right to do it, and all of the experts Boys come out going and say, how girls dare bathrooms. you even question yeah. his feelings? If you think this is as bad as it's going to get, you're sadly mistaken. We are a nation hell-bent on our own destruction. Yeah, we are suicidal. You're fucking right about that. <laughs> and all I'm shit. doing is telling you, all I'm doing is you're going to be allowed you. to commit suicide. Nobody's going to punish us. God doesn't have to punish us. All he has to do is let us feel the full ramifications of what we're doing. Huh? So, what uh, did he say? What did, I don't understand what he just said. <laughs> the last part. Oh, uh, it, uh, it keeps did going. Did he say we can't commit suicide or we can't? I, I, couldn't. I don't know. Here's, here's the other yeah. clip. That bridge I've been talking to you about for 15 years. There's a bridge. It's out. We're on a highway going 70 miles an hour. We're passing all the exits. I'm telling you, the bridge is out. And if we don't stop right now and get out, and I'm not talking about, (laughs) you want to talk about Donald Trump? You want to talk about Ted Cruz? You want to talk about Ben Carson? No, God help I don't want to talk us. About any of those with guys. What, what kind <laughs> of no, world are they going to walk into I, 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 a year them. from now? What do you think this country is going to look like 18 months from now when they raise their hand? Do you remember how sane it now seems 18 months ago? Okay, I don't know what, what you're talking about. Evil is counting on you doing nothing. He's got evil such is a good counting radio, on you hearing me rant. And then. Moving on. Your job and everything your kids do in school and everything you think your world is based upon is secondary. He loves it. Raising and lowering their vote. Because our country is suicidal. (laughs) Okay. No, keep listening. And I'm here to tell you black lives matter. That's a lie. Don't get me me started on this. And I don't care how politically incorrect it ever gets. All lives matter. Shut up. Period. Man. All I hate lives that fucking matter. white argument about that. Fuck off. Don't get me started. Yeah, on Yeah, yeah. I, I. It would be different, and we're not gonna get on the. the no, we are not. We're not gonna get on that topic. <laughs> we but, do not have an hour for me to go. <laughs> you fucking yeah. Yeah. I think people just. I miss, support Black Lives Matter. People, period. That's it. People. That's all you gotta know. Yep. People misinterpreted what that. The was other about. ones are. All right. This one, I promise, gets... Which one is this? Is this, this Watchdogs Teaches Watchdogs Cuts teaches 2 you. and 3. So this is... Watchdogs two Teaches cuts You of this. Hack on WFLA uh, Tinfoil Radio. May 28th, 2014. <laughs> Sweet. Glenn Beck's trying to warn you about hacking. 
Not that accurate. The thing that I want to talk to you here is the conversation that we're not having. And the conversation that we're not having as a culture uh, is the role of the Internet and... The beginning uh, of this makes uh, some uh, sense. The busyness of our and lives. And then it gets off and the rails. Well, they all these start video games in particular. It's about um, Ubisoft, which is a... Um, also, I did company alter for this video clip. Games. They do Assassin's Creed. Um, so I just want people to know I did edit is, some things. I was editing it to make him look bad. Um, Glenn Beck's a real great one, guy. Watch Jake Dogs features all this a shit troubled anti-hero <laughs> named Aiden Pierce. Now, an anti-hero. Have we not had enough? Can we have any hero heroes? <laughs> Why must everyone be an anti-hero? Because of you and your fucking Why must everyone... Shit? Break the law and do the thing. Why Why can't we have a Superman? Why can't we have somebody who is... Because it's boring, right Glenn. Thing, Holy fuck, man. Does the I, hard I, thing. I, uh. Instead, everybody is an anti-hero. Watchdogs allow the players to hack into cell phones, ATMs, drawbridges, even helicopters through cameras and laptops <laughs> and televisions. Can players face. can peer into someone's fictional files and bedrooms to wholly envelop the lives of others. The game's primary goal is to track down the killers of Aiden's niece and halt a potential evil of the all-seeing corporation. What the fuck? The idea here is they're teaching you to hack. (laughs) So he's talking about, he is reading a press release about a preview for the game. What's the game? Watch Dogs. Okay. And uh, he, this is this is what I'm talking about. So he starts the okay, I get segment okay, in the right direction. Sense. He makes a good point. He's like, we don't talk about how the internet and all these things control our lives. And he does mention that again towards the end of his little segment. And that, his rant. when he talks about that, that makes sense. But to say that these video games are teaching kids to hack is stupid. Because <laughs> there's always been hacking mechanics in video games. And none of them are really hacking. You know how you hack in the game Bioshock? You fucking take some tubes and you bend them so the fluid will go in the tube and go in the other end. That's how you hack in, in fucking Bioshock. Never do I do that in Dude, real life. I, I, I'm not got, a fucking plumber. I got fucking, I got, I got three kids and they all play video games like a lot, especially during this quarantine time. And one night, uh, one of them came to me and he's like, hey man. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? You're not playing your game. He's like, well, this other player kicked me off our... Our our IP I what is it IP IP address or whatever is that what it's called IP address Well, that's what your internet is, right? And he kicked us off, and I was like, "What oh. the fuck?" And he's like, "Well, don't worry about it. You know, we'll take care of it." You're so, in a lobby usually when. No, the thing is, the thing that just is weird to me is that it didn't. To me, it was like, "Holy shit, what do we do?" And he was like, "It's it happens all the time. It happens a lot." And I'm like, "Really?" So. They know a lot more about computers. I mean, hacking to us is every day for them. Yeah. Hacking well, to them is alien to us because that's so far ahead of well, our technological we, rec- we, reach and shit. Yeah. And my generation, millennials, is kind of the, the it is the start. You're smarter than me about computers. Your generation is. Hell yeah. yeah well, that's what I mean. It's like uh, the millennials are the generation where that is the start where they will never live the li- their life without computers Without or internet, the internet. And, and understanding of it right maybe not everybody like obviously there's different levels i'm not going to know everything an engineer knows but i'm going to be competent enough to figure things out you know and i probably wouldn't done that if i were my dad's age mm-hmm. you know or you know you know 
you know, you, you, you know. You, you, you're a Gen Zer, you know. <laughs> I'm actually technically Gen X, but I do not identify. Oh, with I meant any, Gen X. Sorry, you're a Gen any X generation. Gen if you will. Z is the generation behind me. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, horoscopes. So Glenn Beck continues, and I promise this is. I know these first couple of clips are pretty long, but this one's only about a minute no, and twelve. This is important because we got to understand the insidiousness. And again, I want to point out, I did edit those clips, so I didn't take any thing out to make him look bad or good all i was doing was just tightening it up oh so the part where he said uh eat eat your neighbors was that that was you added that oh yeah, yeah. glenn beck doesn't really i took know. out the superfluous stuff i'm gonna eat your ass <laughs> no dude if you're gonna say that you gotta get the soundboard we got a soundboard please for a do the big the as big. alex jones would say yeah. damn it my phone my phone fucks up every time i try and do it I'll eat your ass. I will. I'll eat your ass. I will. I will eat your ass. And then finally. I like women with big, giant tits and big asses. <laughs> All right, so here's clip number oh, two. Candy Charms and Alex Jones. <laughs> here's clip number two of the Watchdog segment. Okay. segment. And then become the ultimate voyeur in other people's Look lives, including their bedrooms, by hacking into their phones and everything, <laughs> everything that we talked bird. about. When I said, hey, how many times you go to bed at night and have a conversation with your wife or other things at night, and you put this, your iPad or your phone, His in phone. the docking station right there at the edge of your bed. Again, this is not this a bad part. This makes sense. I understand, Glenn. hack in to that to whatever is docked in your bedroom. What the heck is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? What are we thinking? We are inviting this into our home and our lives. We are teaching our kids for entertainment purposes. These games rewire your brain. They rewire. That was him talking to his son. They do yet. They rewire your brain. Listen to what Pat said. So it's really hard. Oh, here's the best part of the whole clip. Said they're going to find him. They're going to find him anyway. Really hard to avoid. And then once you start, it's hard to put him down. Yeah. So is crack cocaine. (laughs) Crack cocaine. Hey, he ain't lying, man. It's a hell of a drug. I'll tell you this, Glenn. (laughs) I am not someone who has done crack cocaine, but. I am someone who plays a lot of video games, and I will tell you, t- certain games are hard to put down, and you will play them a lot. Uh, I just started playing Red Dead Redemption 2, because it's on Xbox Game Packs. Pass. I bought it on my PS4, I didn't have it on my Xbox, I booted it up, and I knew full well what was going to happen. I was going to get stuck in hunting for like three hours, <laughs> I'm trying to find pelts of animals. <laughs> But never once did I say, hey, oh, I can skin this animal so I know how to skin animals. Oh, I can hack this phone in this video game so I know how to have hack phones. Comparing video games to crack cocaine, seriously. Now, is video game addiction real? Sure. You can get addicted to anything in this planet, on this planet. But that's so dumb. That's such a dumb, that is the most boomer thing you could do. You want to know my argument for moderation? What's that? Here's my argument for anybody who's like having trouble with moderation. Like, you know, they 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 eat too much or they drink too much or they, you know, they smoke too much weed or right. whatever. Think about it like this. How long does an orgasm last? 10 8 seconds. 
Like how long? Not if you're doing it right. Mine lasts for at least the actual orgasm. Yeah, the orgasm lasts for twenty minutes. I'm just sitting in it. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, like okay, right, like ten seconds, right? Now imagine, (laughs) okay, imagine that we lived on an Earth where we felt that way all the time, and when we had an orgasm, we felt like we do normally here. Okay. Now, first of all, you wouldn't know the difference. The two, the two realities wouldn't know the difference all they would know is that this is normal and this is awesome you know but if they switch sides they'd be like you know what the fuck (laughs) they'd be going crazy like the people who just act normal us over there we'd be like oh fuck yeah we'd go crazy you know but if you think about it if you didn't know that you wouldn't know what the good is if you Mm -hmm. if you will yeah because you just know if that makes sense if you're normal as this then normal is weird I got to say, I don't, <laughs> I heard what you said, but I had, I kind of diverted my attention because I just got a text message uh-huh. from, I'm assuming the Trump campaign <laughs> that says, why is Sleepy Joe so weak on China? Maybe because his family is getting rich there. Learn the full story. And then it has a link. And I just thought that would be fun to share with you guys that apparently the Trump campaign is texting me about sleepy Joe Biden. Yeah. Did you? Can you believe that we're living in another conspiracy? It's not just COVID. Now it's Obamagate. It's unbelievable. What times to be alive? So let's play yeah. our final clip. For you cl- told me to stay out of politics, man. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> You've learned. Listen. All right. I, so you this don't last clip. Remember how Glenn Beck said earlier oh, yeah, this shit, uh, that Black Lives Matter is a lie because all lives matter. No, Blue lives matter. Oh, all lives Christ. matter. Uh, again, we won't get into it here, but I'll tell you off the air why all that. Mm. So anyway, June 2015, uh, Glenn Beck. Now, keep in mind the context of this. It's because he's mad about gay marriage. <laughs> Remember the context before right, we start this right. said clip. Now, our faith requires us to put our Christian belief into action. If you think there's trouble now, what happens if the Supreme Court decides to say that homosexuality, homosexual marriage is the law of the land? Will this administration then force our churches... I don't want to get to married comply. in your fucking church, asshole. Will you be forced to violate your own faith? I don't want... No, 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 you, you, oh, listen, oh. listen. You got to listen to it. We must together wake the most powerful force on earth, the people of God. Together, we can be an army of good. Haven't been so far. <laughs> And that's why I'm going to begin. He has really long pauses. Well, yeah, it's dramatic. Got to collect your thoughts. Where Martin Luther King began. (laughs) On 828, I'm going to be in Birmingham, Alabama. Jesus Christ. In a church just down the street from the building where Martin Luther King began his historic stand against Bull Connor. If you want to join, I'm going to be asking you, in fact, I think it goes out today, to sign Martin Luther King's pledge. <laughs> sign because Martin this Luther is much King's more pledge. than just the Middle East. There's more to this campaign as it will be ongoing, a movement. That's what I thought, And we'll begin discussing some of those <laughs> yeah. things on TV tonight at TheBlaze.com. 
because we are going to begin to gather like-minded people, and we are going to begin to train Let's ourselves for I mean, nonviolent resistance and civil disobedience. Yeah, where did that go? Yeah, yeah. We're going to begin to train ourselves for boycotts and sit-ins. You have to train yourself. We're going to do all the things that we all in. thought were too radical or too hippie-like to do. This time. <laughs> because we have to understand that we are like. now David and Goliath has all of the power. Yeah, wait. We'll tell you when to bring your guns. Not this time. Not yet. But we all know how that story ends. So, I don't know where he went with this segment. It starts talking about gay marriage, and then it ends up talking about the Middle East in some parts. I don't know. But the, to try, like, let's just... Well, there's so much to unpack with this clip because, and this is why I picked oh, it last boy. because it's just it, this is the one. The other two, other four, I mean, the other two topics, other four clips, were silly, nonsensical explanations of who he is. I think they were good ways to explain how he can talk about how it's so Any, evil and everything's so evil, and then talk about video games. Anybody but then, can take. I, I know where you're going. Anybody can take like MLK or 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 Gandhi or or Kenny yeah. and and make them out to be whatever they perceive them to be. This is this is my thing, and this is what I hate. Glenn about Beck it. thinks that MLK would have been against gay marriage. He's a fucking idiot to think that. Yeah, the guy like, who an lit- actual idiot. And that's why again the the beautiful irony of this clip. And well, now that black people are free, says MLK, I want the gay people to be oppressed. That's exactly, exactly. what happened. Exactly You're right, what he's Glenn. saying. Glenn, you are fucking. <laughs> and that's why and that's why it's so funny to me, because, uh, yeah, we're going to go and we're going to be where In the man like black people have never really been free. Just we're going to go and we're going to be in Birmingham. We're going to be where MLK was when he fought. Yeah. Bigotry. We're doing that yeah, too, but yeah. on the wrong side. <laughs> Who gives a shit if a gay dude wants to marry a gay dude or a lesbian wants to marry a lesbian? Who cares? Glenn, why do you care? And since then, of course, he softened on that. Because remember, he had to do his apology tour, which we'll talk about in episode you know, three. You know, uh, I... I remember in Sunday school that God is omniscient and all-powerful and all-seeing and stuff. So I just got to ask all these evangelical Christians, what the fuck makes you think he needs your help? <laughs> At all, motherfucker. Like, you act like he's this little child, like in a little corner, and you have to protect him at all costs. And it's like... I. The, the book if I there, read says if there he, is a God, that I... he can strike you down with lightning anytime, <laughs> so why do you think he needs your dumbass help? If there is a God, I will say this. Why would he give a shit about gay people getting married? He made them. Exactly. It's almost like the Bible was written by people. It's not a choice. I'm sorry. It's almost like people ruin religion. Listen, after the 90th, you know, penis, I realized it's not a choice. (laughs) I'm just not, I'm still not getting excited. So that will... uh, (laughs) Wrap episode one of the Glenn Beck We can't story. go on that. We got to do something else. What? Because then the last thing I'm saying is like talking about penises. No, that's why it's funny. Oh, well, that's what I usually talk about. Hey. Hey. Uh, um, so yeah, it's it's going to get interesting because wacky. the next episode WFLA. will briefly, briefly follow his career again, but we're really going to do similar to what we did with Alex, where we're going to jump in with so many of his just beautiful his greatest hits of conspiracies and more like greatest shits right right Right? zing 
<laughs> now, <laughs> now again, unlike Alex, this will be a trilogy. This will not be a quadrilogy. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Uh, it but, won't be like Lethal Weapon. It'll be like Back to the Future. There you go. Uh, but yes, we'll briefly talk about his career, get into his big conspiracies, and then talk about uh, the beginning of his cha- his jump to the blaze. Which again sounds like a bar to go pick up dudes. So yeah, this is Glenn Beck Part One. Black begin. <laughs> Black. Glenn Beck Part One. Glenn, part uh, One. Beck begins. <laughs> Subtitle it. <laughs> yeah. Beck begins. <laughs> and then Part Two will be. Uh, he's not a conspiracy theorist. He's not. No. Yeah. There's a clip I have to play next week. You know what? I. We'll give you a treat. Here's a preview oh, oh, oh. of next week. We've I'll pull never up done the, this before. We've never done it. <gasps> Unprecedented. Stall. <laughs> As I pull up the clip. So, um, just Please. real quick, uh, you know, uh, we have a lot of fun here. And, uh, um, you know, sometimes when we're talking about, you know, I, I, I don't want you to know all my politics. I don't. It's not part of the show. But sometimes when we're talking about guys like this, I kind of can't help ch- show my color. So I do apologize to any audience members that were maybe offended or... Not appreciative of those comments. I was just talking about the topic, and the topic happened to lead yeah. me into the politics. Hey. I don't want to do that. Trust me. No, yeah, we don't. We want to hurt anybody. We, we exist to make you laugh, and we want to yes. have some fun. And, and sometimes these guys piss me off. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So here is a preview. Oh, my bad. Here you go. Of t- of part two. Yeah. The media has a storyline and an agenda. That's and they wrong. will get to it. And they certainly don't yeah, want anybody the... to ever think that anything is ever, you know, planned. <laughs> they are what? not we poor people. To somebody. Not saying that it welfare. was. Again, Wolf Blitzer says that, or his producer said that didn't happen. Okay. I don't know totally the context cool. of this. This isn't a bad thing. Doesn't if really it matter did with happen, this guy. It is I've an interesting really angle happens. to the story. <laughs> but the media has their own agenda. The media goes for it. And if the media has a storyline, it just writes it in. And currently the storyline is conspiracy theorist. Now, why? Why would that be the agenda item now? Why is it a concentrated effort more than any other time in my career? Why is it a concentrated effort now to label me a conspiracy theorist? It's taking a concentrated well, effort to even listen it goes to you. Back to dumbass. Cass <laughs> it is exactly what Seriously. he wrote. He said the government Pay should attention. call Cass anybody Sustain. who stands against them a conspiracy Cass theorist. Cass Sustain is this who he talks about This is a conspiracy here. theory. He'll be a, fa- a big this figure next week. This is what he week. wrote about. This was his way for the government, and he said, even if it turns out to be true, you have to label people a conspiracy theorist because it isolates them. So that's exactly what's happening now. Days. I don't really care. I mean, I, I knew from the, um, what, four years ago, I'm not getting out of this with my name or reputation. That's fine. I know who I am. My family Which is funny. He I mentions am. that because he goes on an That's apology it. tour in 2016. You don't believe me? Fine. Yeah. I don't really care anymore. I'm not really trying to wake anybody up. I'm trying to keep those who are awake, awake a little bit longer. And that's the end of the clip. <laughs> hey, Glenn. Um, <clears throat> we really do want you to be a part of the CPAC this year. Um, oh, but, I got some uh, audio from we, that. Can, can you're, you're just you're just a hair too racist and homophobic and misogynist. If you can bring it back, like literally, like I don't know, one gay joke, like that's perfect. 
You are literally like one shade to race. Just a little bit over. So uh, next week. <laughs> next week. Next week. WFLA. We will be getting into his biggest conspiracy on. theories. And let yeah. me tell you, they're not, well, I want to say they're I not as, voice. they're not, well, I, I want to say they're not as dumb well. as Alex Jones. Uh, I would say Glenn Beck is like the thinking man's Alex Jones. Well, almost. next week we're going to you know, you're gonna find out. Maybe not so much. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Tinfoil Radio. Slightly more sense, but not much. <laughs> uh, yes, next week we'll continue talking about Glenn Beck. Uh, in the meantime, you can catch this podcast uh, wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Spotify. Hey, even if you want to and you're sitting at home and you're like, I want to listen to this show. I got Alexa. Well, all you have to do is say, Alexa, play tinfoil radio. So get that right there, right there for you. You can listen in the bathroom so you can listen to our shit while you take a shit. Boom. Boom. Let's give a shout out to who gave it to us. Adam, uh, you know who you are. Grace as well. Adam and Grace been listening to the show. I appreciate you guys. There's your joke. Me too. Ka-ching. Jake showed me the uh, text uh, thing and I was like, Oh my God, we have fans. I know, right? It's People so listen. Good. Oh my God, you guys are great. <laughs> not probably not after this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can also well uh, listen to that liberal snowflake <laughs> douchebag if Tyler. If you're someone that likes to uh, have podcasts on in the background on like YouTube or something, uh, we have our uh, our episodes up there as well. Uh, I would, I would YouTube, maybe recommend after the kids go to sleep. Yes, a lot of swearing. Uh, check out Loud and Opinionated's YouTube channel. That's where we put all our videos. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening. And remember, more importantly than ever, if you're listening to this, we're already dead. Ah, What is my problem?